Good morning. Good morning. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. I can't believe it's already Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Welcome to the Lowdown with Shelly Brown. I'm Shelly. I'm Christy. And we've got the producer over there. Hey, hi. I know I'm, I'm way <laughs> over here now. It's, yeah, I am technically part of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. So today, um, we appreciate you joining. We're going to talk about how to be successful using medical insurance. Obviously, um, we're specifically talking about IMS. Um, however, it applies to any type of insurance that you're using, medical insurance. But first, Dylan, can you start us with safety? Yes, I can. So to kind of go off everything, I believe we are at 24 days and 8 days. I know it got <laughs> updated. Yes. I didn't get an email from Bob the past few days, so I haven't Me gotten... Me either. That's what yeah. I was saying. I think he kicked us off. Well, okay. So actually, there was a big amount of confusion because he wants us to do the safety topic on the morning show uh, via, like, video. And so I have been trying to implement that, and he thought that because of that, I'm also sending out the emails. So I went and talked to him yesterday. I'm like, hey, man, I don't even have the master list. Like, I don't know how that was supposed to we happen. We got to coordinate. So, yeah, we got to coordinate. Lots of, lots of the second part of the name here. In, in communicate and yes. on top of being safe <laughs> and stuff. Absolutely. We can always do better about that. Um, Perfect. But well, yes, the safety topic this week is focusing, I believe, on our DOT blitz and out-of-service mm -hmm. requests. So um, just be sure to always be checking um, all of the things that are going on with your truck. Remember, they do have that blitz coming up this week. Yes. Um, remember to slow your speed, increase your space, um, get out and look whenever you are doing your pre-trip and post-trip. Uh, we are talking about the BCBs of safety and protecting life. All those things are important. It is paramount to not only your success, but also the safety of the people around you and yourself. You guys are doing all of these things. Um, distracted driving is a huge thing that has been happening and was actually the highlighted point of the DOT blitz in, I believe, Oklahoma that happened over last week. It was April 13th through the 15th, and they had 157 violations that were related to distracted driving and wow. texting and wow. driving. So pretty texting crazy stuff. Driving, that's scary. Yeah, that's yeah. So scary. Uh, super scary. And so it's just something that we got to think about and something to keep in mind. But, you know, we are doing great in our safety streaks. So keep up the great work, guys. We do really appreciate everything you do. and. I'm excited to see where we go from here. So thank you, guys. Yeah. Yes, and with it being Thankful Thursday, I do want to mention again today that we had a bunch of two-year anniversaries Lots being Lots of two-year anniversaries today. Um, I don't like to call them Rudden employees because they're not. They're, they're former, not they're and they BCB. are BCB employees. Um, we're so thankful that they stuck it out with us, gave us a chance, obviously adopted our culture, and 100%. I'm guessing they're loving it as much as we're loving having them. So um, we will have their names scrolling here so that you can see there, you know, there was a lot. I didn't want to take up everyone's time this morning <laughs> for too long. Um, but we really just want to congratulate all of them and tell you how much we appreciate you. Absolutely. And everyone else. Yes. Yeah. I, and it's funny because I actually, you know, we look at hire dates all the time. And I remembered looking at my watch this morning and I was like, 422, we have lots of anniversaries <laughs> yes, today. Yes. Um, so we definitely thank you. Appreciate that. And um, we hope that you'll reach out if you have any issues and continue. Here's to many more years. Yes. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy. Like, whenever I was putting this together yesterday, I saw the list of 
people coming in and just there are so many people, even in just in the office and mm -hmm. on the calls that I'm seeing, I'm like, yeah, wow, these, everybody, everybody's yes. in this. I was like, the half the staff here, right? it feels like, <laughs> it is, is, is it in is. this last yeah. list, so thank and you guys. And it's crazy, because when something like that happens, you know, somebody, it'd be like if we're here, and then all of a sudden tomorrow, someone comes in, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're not BCB anymore. Yeah. You're, you're this new company. Yeah, And, you like, know, it's hard to decide, like, is it going to be a good fit? Is it the right place for me? So it, it, I like seeing all of those names and thinking well, and how think, well it worked out. You know, I think that's been really key to our success in general is, you know, having the foundation that they provided and um, to help us continue to grow yes. um, drivers and office alike. So it's they've been a pivotal part to creating this culture that we've continued to create and cultivate. It's just getting better and better. Absolutely. So I want to talk about how to be successful uh, using medical insurance. Now, I get asked a lot, like, how do you know all this stuff? And <laughs> believe it or not, I... She this never is, sleeps, people. I don't sleep. I don't sleep three hours, she maybe a day. <laughs> but I, I actually have learned a little bit over the years as a patient, um, as a clerk, actually filing insurance, and then obviously on this side being... Um, on the benefits administration side. So it's little pieces that I've taken from each part that have helped me to understand the bigger picture and how it all work, kind of works together. So uh, although I may not know everything, I definitely don't know everything. <laughs> I know a little bit about a lot or I can give you pieces to kind of get to where you need to be and yeah. answer, the, answer the question. And I think that's always a big help because it's harder if you're just kind of thrown in. Yeah. yeah, almost like when you work at a company, it's almost better if you've started at the very bottom yes. because then you kind of know what's going on in every department and can kind of help and see the bigger picture versus just coming fresh off the streets. Oh, here's our new president, but they don't really know what we do. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. And so I think that also helps uh, just kind of give me a different eye because um, I've kind of seen the different avenues. I mean, I haven't ever worked for an insurance company. Uh, I think that would. Yeah, I don't think I could. Do I don't know that I ever could. Insurance but is intimidating. Yes, it's yeah. super intimidating. And, and go ahead. No, I I think if you have somebody that can help you or at least answer some of those questions, you can feel a little bit more comfortable um, utilizing it effectively. And I think that's part of the problem is that it is so intimidating, and you just think. I'm going to screw something up or this is going to cost me $10,000 yep. if I don't ask the right questions. But again, if you don't ask the right questions, it really could, you know, mm -hmm. cost you way more than that. And that's the thing is taking that factor out of it, just taking a deep breath and knowing that at the end of the day, whoever's helping you is just another person and it's their job to help you find an answer. So keep asking the questions, even if they seem annoyed with you, like, it's your health and it's your money. So ask the questions. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Definitely find out what's going on. Um, and in that, you know, start with your first line of defense. And so use those preventative care services. You know, I kind of equate it to your home. If you pick up 10, 15 minutes every day and just do that little bit of maintenance and upkeep, then you don't have to spend six hours on Saturday cleaning everything because you're not yeah. having to go three hours of putting everything back in its place <laughs> first and then starting the cleaning, you know? I know we've all been there because you get home and you're just so tired. But I tell David all the time, I'm like, but if you would just put your socks where they go in the beginning, you know, but because by the end of the week, 
he's got a pile of laundry next to the bed. I'm like, well, um, so I started a new thing. I'm like, if it's not in the laundry basket, I'm not washing it. Not I'm laundry. Not, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Over it. And so I'm like, I just don't understand why it's that hard. Like, walk the extra however many feet it is to our closet, change, and just put the stuff in the laundry basket. Why do you take it off in the bedroom? Or hang it up. Like, if it's a pair of pants that you're going to wear again, it took you an extra 30 seconds. But they're hung up instead of being thrown on the floor. Well, and also, like, your car. I go and get an old change yes. every 5,000 miles or however long it takes, you know, that I'm supposed to change the oil. But it's, you do that preventative maintenance. You do the oil changes so that I can, my car will last a lot longer. Now me, y'all know I drive all the time. And so, and I drive a long way. I have to make sure that I upkeep the car. Yes. My house may be a mess. <laughs> yeah. But my car is going to be taken care of. Well, and monetarily, it's a lot easier yeah. to, you know, spend 25 to $40 for that oil change versus, oh, the engine seized up, my car won't go anywhere, and now you're out thousands of dollars. Thousands of Which dollars. Which one's easier? You know, so it's kind of the same way with your body. Just do that preventative care. Most of them are covered 100% mm -hmm. now, so it doesn't even cost you anything out of pocket. I know it's no fun to go to the doctor once a year. Trust me, we're women. We we definitely don't <laughs> enjoy don't doing enjoy that. that um, but it's much easier than having to go in and then something major is wrong you're in the hospital or right. now you're on all these medications or in, you know, doing all kinds of things. So it's, I'm super guilty of important. doing that. Like where I'm just kind of, oh, I'll, I'll get to the doctor. I'll, you know, I'll put it off dentist, whatever it is, yep. you know, I'll put it off. Oh, I'm just, I'm really busy right now. And I'm just really don't have time to do that. Yes. And if we go out of our way to make that effort and do that preventative care actually saves you time and money. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I really like the analogy that you guys used with like, it's like doing preventative maintenance on your car, you know, and I think everybody listening can relate to the fact that you got to do maintenance on your truck and yeah. you got to check oh, yes, in. For sure. And we all know that you guys definitely know that because you're yes. driving a lot and catching those problems early is really important. And I, a kind of personal example of that is so Chelsea, my girlfriend, she her dad was feeling some chest pains for a number of years. Oh. He had kind of light chest pains. He used to be a smoker, but it hasn't in like 20 years, probably. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you know, my chest is just hurting. I, you know what? I, I think I'm going to go check it out. He, he's a veteran. So he's like, I'm going to go to the VA and I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to, you know, whatever. Who, who knows? So he goes in. And he gets, like, some scans done and everything. And they're like, hey, Mr. Vander Hayden, um, you have a spot on your chest and on your spine. And we don't know what it is, but we need to do a biopsy to figure out what is going on. So they go in, and they check it out, and they're like, hey, this is cancer. Like, you are oh going to have cancer, and you need to figure this out now. Like, we can do a, a surgery, preemptive surgery, to get see if we can get the spot removed. Or we can go straight into chemo and we're going to figure it out. So he waits a few weeks, kind of weighs his options. Um, lots of conversations had with both Chelsea and myself uh, with him where he was asking us what he should do and like kind of figuring out his life. I mean, for a little bit, yeah. he, it wasn't looking super good. Oh, and so, so he scary. was really scared. And so he went in, got the surgery done and... Keep in mind, this had been bothering him for a number of years. So wow. this wasn't a new issue. He just didn't know that it was that serious until he went in. Mm -hmm. 
And so he went in, got it taken out. After the surgery, the doctors were like, well, you're good. Like you there are we found no traces of cancer after the surgery. That's like we amazing. completely took it out. Thank God that you came in early and got this wow. done. And like, thankfully, you got this. Everywhere. Yeah. Thank you. Thank God that you got it removed early on or this yeah. would have spread through your spine and like through your lungs and everything. And like, you're good. Like it come in and make like check up every year or so. But like, you should be good. And that's just a good example of, hey, if you feel like there might be something, it always helps to just check it out. Worst case yes. scenario, sometimes you get pains in your chest. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, it's something bad. Best case scenario, it's just it's normal. Don't worry about it. Yes. So I think it's important to get it checked regardless of what you think it is. You know, definitely. Well, especially the older we get, because we just then we start attributing it to age. I'm just getting older. That's why it hurts. But, you know, you know your body. You're the only one that knows your and if you didn't really have that pain, you know if it's really, you know, a nerve or I just pinched something versus, yeah, that kind of keeps bothering me all mm -hmm. the time and that probably shouldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so perfect example of that, you know, if he had waited a few more years, who knows, then he wouldn't be here and he'd miss out on so much and it was something that was easily fixed and luckily, you know, now he'll have a longer life yes because at the end of the day you know why wouldn't why don't we put our health first like it is about your life like oh i don't have the time to go to the doctor to take care of it well you know what if you don't take care of it You're you not, really won't have the you time you really won't have it's, time it's gone and once it's gone that's it so you know and and i know easier said than done way easier but we said really than done. do need to focus on our health and you, you point out a good thing is, and very important thing is, is time is the one commodity that you can't you buy. You can't get back. You can't, uh, there's, it's not negotiable at that point. Yeah. You know, that, that it really is that important to mm -hmm. not only you, but your family. So exactly. uh, I 100% agree. Yep. And so part of that preventative also is going into using healthiest you. I know we talk about it all the time. Um, but it really is like just such a great benefit and it's free like for every single you person. I don't nothing. care if you got the medical plan or not. You've got healthiest you. Yes. And your spouse has healthiest you and your children have healthiest you. Like it, there's no copay. There's no deductible. Like it's absolutely free. So if you call and you didn't like it, it still didn't cost you anything. Right. It took, you know, might've taken 30 minutes from your day, but that's it. And you know, so make sure that you call. And I know a lot of people, may think, eh, I don't know, like, it's not my personal physician and I'm calling doc in a box or, you know, whatever. <laughs> but remember, they are licensed physicians. They're not just pulling somebody off the street or someone that halfway went to medical school. Or a nurse line or <laughs> yes, whatever. And is a doctor. Let me also say, our nurses are awesome. Yes. I love it. I, I commend every single nurse out there. You have been very pivotal over the last year for COVID. So um, that is Absolutely. not knocking uh, our nurse lines, but it is that much more than just that nurse line. Yeah. And so you can call and speak with a doctor um, and they can help you with that. Now, obviously it's not, you know, if you're having a chest pain, something like that, then you probably need to go to your personal yes. physician, someone that knows more of your background and the day-to-day -day stuff that's going on. But you're just not feeling well, you're, you know, you've got a cough, your nose is running, allergies, things like that. Absolutely call them. That way you don't have to go and sit in a waiting room. It's on your time. You can do a video chat. 
Um, and then they also have more than just, yes, I'm not feeling well. Uh, you've got the general medicine. You've got expert medical services. So you can get a second opinion on a diagnosis that you did receive from your doctor. Um, you've got the behavioral health. You've got the back care. The dermatology is a big one. Um, and now, of course, we've got the nutrition. Yes. And I'm, I'm still, I keep saying, it's your own personal Weight Watchers, and I need to call them <laughs> and just find out. And then that way I can get back to y'all and tell you, like, this is how it worked for me. And, you know, so I will do that. I will make that my mission. Oh, that's, that's to, your new task. <laughs> yes, that will be my new task. I'm going to call. I'm going to get a nutrition plan set up, and I will keep y'all updated on that. And keep in mind, again, you see the giant orange. It's no cost uh, whatsoever. You You're not going to be out. And, again, like you said, even if you don't like it, it doesn't work for you, what did you lose? Exactly. You didn't lose anything. Nope. Um, that number, in case you are where you can write it down, 866-904-0910. So uh, yeah. give them a call. You can also do the app. Um, they have a really, yeah, really great really app. Easy. Yep. It's very functional, very easy to use. Even if you're not really techie, it's pretty mm -hmm. user-friendly. Yeah, it'll just walk you through it. And if you need any of this information, if you weren't able to write the number down, then obviously call one of us, um, extension 168, extension 146, or shoot us an email at hr at bcbtransport.com, and we can send that right over to you. Absolutely. So a lot of things that I get questioned about is I don't understand in-network versus out-of-network. So what does that even mean? So in-network, when we say that, that means that the doctor or the facility has decided that they are um, going to accept the contracted rates with that insurance carrier. So, um, and it's not necessarily the carrier, it's the network. Mm -hmm. So we have IMS, who is the carrier. They are third-party administrator for the plan, and they're the ones that process everything. And then you've got the actual network that they utilize for the plan. And mm -hmm. so it's PHCS. Um, and depending on the plan that you utilize, it could, you know, one facility might be in network um, and one might not. Um, and so they utilize that PHCS network um, with the ancillary arm of that. So And so when you say PHCS, that's almost like the equivalent of Blue Cross Blue Shield. Right. Or your Aetna or yes. your Cigna. So that's what we mean when we say the PHCS network. Because um, I know a lot of people are like, I've never heard of that. Like, what's IMS? What's PHCS? You're throwing all these letters at me. Yes. I don't know what it is. So when you're trying to understand it, it's like if somebody said, what insurance do you have? And you say Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna, that's what the PHCS network is. Thank you. That's um you're right. You have all these <laughs> letters, all these... and I'm like, I don't understand yes. that. And obviously for us, it makes sense because we use it all the time. Yes. But yes, so PHCS is the actual network, and they are the ones that have the facilities or the doctors that are, um, will accept their rate. Okay. And what does that mean? So you go to the doctor as a cash patient. You might spend $60 on an office visit as a cash patient. What does that mean? That means you have no insurance. But if you go in and they accept PHCS and they are in network, then you are going to only be charged what PHCS says that that doctor can charge. So maybe PHCS, PHCS says mm -hmm. it's a $40 visit. You're only gonna pay the $40. The doctor then has to write off that other $20. They can't charge you that. Mm -hmm. um, and so if they're in network, they're agreeing that they're going to go by those rates. What's a deductible? 
Well, a deductible, depending on your plan, is how much you have to pay out of out of pocket, if you will, um, before the insurance will cover at a certain percentage. So for our particular plan, um, we've got the Consumer Choice Plan that has a $6,500 deductible. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, I'll never spend that amount of money. Yep. Think about the medical costs that you can attribute over the course of a year. Keep in mind that $6,500 doesn't mean that you have to spend that as a cash patient. It means that if you go to an in-network doctor and you pay the $40 for that office visit, you're paying the full $40 until you meet that deductible. You know, that amount goes towards your deductible. And then once you reach that, reach that threshold, you don't pay anything after that. It, everything's covered at 100% aside from your co-pays. So yes. what's a copay? Well, this means this is a fee that you have to pay for services. It does not go towards your deductible, and you're going to pay that every single time that you go mm -hmm. to the doctor. It doesn't even go towards the services. It's just a fee that for access for care. So it might be a $20 copay to mm -hmm. see a physician. Now, remember, our, our preventative care across all plans is 100%. You're not going to pay anything, regardless of your deductible. Regard, you know, you're just going to pay that copay or whatever yeah. it is for your it's particular like plan. It's kind of like with the streaming services nowadays or something. So it's almost like if you had HBO, but then yeah. there's a movie. Or like with the Disney Plus. Like, so you already pay $14, $15 a month to have Disney Plus. But then if a new release comes out <laughs> and it's $20, it's you're going to pay that $20 accent. fee. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. That's a great analogy. And then obviously, what is an annual out-of-pocket maximum? So this means it's the maximum that you are going to pay out-of-pocket before you don't have to pay anymore. You know, um, so for example, for our, I'll use our deductible plan, you're, the most that you're going to pay out of pocket is going to be that $6,500. For employee so, only. For employee only, yes. Um, and it's per person. So the, you're not going to pay more than that for the year. So the, although that's also your deductible, it's also your out-of-pocket maximum. For our other plans, the out-of-pocket maximum that you're going to pay is, uh, is a little different. So mm -hmm. each plan, it just means that the most that you're going to pay for in-network care. So keep in mind that you're going to have an out-of-network um, maximum and you're going to have an in-network maximum and they don't share. So regardless of the insurance that you have, you're going to have an out-of-pocket maximum and it's going to be separate for in-network care versus out-of-network care, which is why it's so important to make sure that you go to an in-network doctor. How do I know it's in-network? Ask the doctor. You know, we, yep. we always verify, you know, with our insurance, you can call IMS and they can verify or you can, if you have Aetna or if you have whoever, you can call and verify um, if a doctor or facility is in network. But the first person you need to ask is the doctor and yes. ask as of that service date. Because I've had people say, well, I went six months ago to that doctor and he was in network. Well, those doctors can opt out of that. They can say, I no longer want to honor know. that. Yep. Well, and that's, you know, and I know it can be so annoying when you go to the doctor every time. Have, have there been any changes in your insurance? And they make you fill out. And it's like, no, why? if there was change, I would let you know. But this is why. Because <laughs> this is why. there could have been a change. You want them to call and verify that information so that you're not stuck paying out of network. Because I thought last year you were in network. When I came five years ago, you were in network. <laughs> like all well, of a sudden it changes. Change. Exactly. The industry as a whole has about a 10-day window. 
So um, it, regardless of the insurance that you have, just always verify the date that you're going to go, maybe the day before you go to your doctor's appointment. Call them and just say, I just want to check and make sure that you are still in network with my insurance. Um, never, never. It's a terminology thing, and I hate it. Never ask, do you take my insurance? They're going to take your insurance. Take it, yeah. Just depends on what they're going to charge you. <laughs> exactly. So they may just not cover what you wanted to cover. Yes, you're going to be expecting a very small bill, and they're going to possibly balance bill you, and then you're out all of this money. Yes. So, and make sure that your physician and the facility are in network because your physician may be in network, but that facility may not be. Yeah, and it depends on who's actually filing the claim. So your doctor and I, we've had it, I've had it happen one time actually, and I've never heard of it, but it does happen where the doctor is quote unquote in network, but now he's operating out of a facility that is not in network and who's filing the claim? The facility is filing mm -hmm. the claim. So it doesn't matter that that doctor was in network unless the doctor themselves and they use their NPI, which is a an identifier, it's a number. <laughs> Unless they use that to file the claim, then it's going to be filed under the facility and the facility. And we know those it. facility rates. And can honestly, rack up. you know, especially the bigger facilities, sometimes um, you do have issues trying to find in network. I mean, um, a couple of years ago, um, before BCB, I had. Um, insurance uh, that was excellent. Went to go get care for my kids, have surgery, um, and it, I thought it was a major, I mean, the insurance I had was a major provider. Mm -hmm. The facility was a major facility associated with a great children's network. Um, turns out, not, not a network That's with a, anybody. Oh. They only build out of network. That hurts. So, it did hurt. It hurt a lot. However, my kids needed it, and it was I had no other choice. Mm -hmm. This actually was the only facility that would cover those surgeries. So sometimes you don't have that option to go in network. And so the best thing to do is then work with your insurance company to say, and that's what I did. I said, okay, well, what can I expect out of this? Mm -hmm. And they actually helped me negotiate a lower bill. A so that's what... IMS does for us as well. You know, um, the, the, they will, they always have like a legal arm that they can then go to that provider and say, hey, this person has to have a surgery. There's nobody else in 60 miles. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, can we negotiate what you're going to charge our patient? Um, and they actually will do that. That's really good. You just have to ask just for ask. it. Yes. Well, and you brought up a good point that just because you have a big name insurance company, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to take it or, yeah. you know, because it's a good facility, you know, so don't just assume like, oh, no, I have top of the line. I have best of the best. I'm good to go. D yeah. Just don't assume. I always tell people like a higher cost doesn't necessarily mean better care. You know, you have to kind of um, mm -hmm. kind of look at it and make sure that you know what your coverage is um, because certain plans cover certain things and they don't cover other things or um it, it just depends. So, and it depends on how they file it. Yes. So knowing your coverage and knowing what, um, how they file it is really half the, half the battle there. Yep. And speaking of not covering things, sometimes prescriptions aren't covered. 
and it just depends. Um, so, you know, with two of our plans, only generics are covered. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on one of them, you have up to a $10 copay and the other one you have up to a $40 copay. But again, it's only for a generic. So if your doctor gives you a preferred brand name, this insurance is not going to cover it and you're going to have to pay out of pocket. Um, one thing to really, really, really keep in mind is GoodRx. I know we talk yes. about it. I discuss it with people. You've probably seen commercials or you've heard about it, but I cannot stress enough how important it is to look at GoodRx anytime you have a prescription, whether you're using insurance or not. Um, we're pretty lucky. We have insurance through my husband's company, and it's a great prescription plan. I mean, you know, normally it's something stupid like, oh, it's five cents, it's seven cents, and I'll pull out my debit card. David's like, are you really going to put seven cents? <laughs> oh, well, do you have seven cents? Like scrounging for it, you know, or a dollar, whatever. Well, a few months back, he went and tried to get a prescription filled and he went in. He's expecting, you know, maybe a couple dollars. The pharmacy was like, oh, that's going to be $400. So what? Excuse me? Wait, what? <laughs> so he calls me and he's like, well, I didn't get that filled. And I was like, why not? Well, they said it was going to be $400. I was like, Four, are you, what are you getting? Yes. And he said, well, they said insurance isn't covering it. And usually his insurance will cover everything. So then I immediately said, I said, well, did you look on GoodRx? No. <laughs> okay. I pull up GoodRx, type it in. Uh, there's a manufacturer's coupon and it made it $15 and change. Now, first of all, that's just ridiculous that that was the difference in price. But yeah, he went back in, showed it to him on his phone. Oh, okay. Just typed it right in. Here's your prescription. The craziest thing. Yes. So whether you're using insurance or not, please go to GoodRx first. Look at it. It will also show you all of your surrounding pharmacies and the price that each one charges. Because sometimes CVS is cheaper than Walmart. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. They have overstock, who knows, but that happens. So don't just think, oh, I always go. I mean, we always go to Kroger because then we get the gas fuel points. <laughs> and I'm like, that offsets it. But everywhere is priced differently. And, you know, there's a pharmacy on every corner. You right. know, the grocery store, CVS, Walgreens, everything. So, and again, GoodRx is free. You don't even have to download the app. You can just go to the website when you need it. So definitely use GoodRx. And that's and that's a, another part that I do want to throw out there and, and the, the misunderstanding with having to do with prescriptions. So IMS is actually contracted with CVS. So if you are on the consumer choice plan where you have that high deductible, deductible. the coverage for those brand name or preferred brand prescriptions are covered. That's the only plan it's covered under. Um, you still have to go to CVS. So they're not going to cover it if you go to HEB, which breaks my heart. Um, <laughs> love HEB. Right. Hashtag love uh, HEB. Yes. Um, the, the, the part that is really frustrating sometimes for people is they're like, I don't have a CVS near me. But that's, that is part of our plan is that they do have a contracted rate with CVS, and that's why we want you to go to CVS. Yes. But it is covered. You do get that discounted rate um, to go to CVS and they'll cover those brand name or preferred brand prescriptions. But I also want to remind people that brand name prescriptions who does not have or that do not have a generic alternative are made up of generics. So keep that in mind. Like if, if there is something that you're taking that does not necessarily have a generic alternative, 
talk to your doctor and find out what is this made of that you're prescribing me? Like, for example, um, Juvamet or Ju Genuvia and Janumet. Sorry, I confused <laughs> the two. Those are actually um, things that are made out of convenience. It's made of three different drugs that you can get generically. But because of marketing and the mm -hmm. pharmacy and or the uh, what is it? Uh, the prescription industry in mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you know, we do have things like those. However, I'm not a medical doctor. So I tell everybody, you know, go and talk to your doctor because in some cases, and I've seen it and I've, I had an employee, the same, the same thing happened. He had to take Janumet. He had to. That was the only thing that worked for him because the he had tried the alternatives on taking the three different meds, mm -hmm. but it didn't give him the results that his doctor needed. That's crazy. So he had to take the Genumet. So that's different. So that's another part is um, if you're not on that plan and you're on the Wellness Advantage, and which does not cover the preferred brand, mm -hmm. your doctor actually can apply um, to IMS for a, an exception. It is rare and few and far between, and they, you do have to prove that you've tried all they've these things everything. and they've got the data to show, um, because I actually had to do that with the medication. Um, I get chronic migraines and it had gotten to the point where, you know, the rescue meds weren't working and I actually started taking um, Mgality. Mm -hmm. I had to go through a whole application process because it wasn't covered. And I, they actually approved it because um, my doctor was able to show that that wasn't working for me. Um, and so that's really encouraging, but I do want to say that it's a long and arduous process. You know, it's not mm -hmm. something that you can say, well, I just really need them to take this. No, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yes. <laughs> um, well, part of that is just being your own advocate. I mean, at the end of the day, that yep. is, you know, you, you know, your medical history, you know, your body. Just ask the questions. You know, the person on the other line is just another person. Same thing. Yeah. They they have to learn and find out. So don't be scared to ask the questions and, you know, really dig in and be stubborn and say, like, no, I need this answer. I need you to help me with this. You know what your plan is. If you don't understand the plan, the medical plan that you enrolled in, Ask questions, like ask them, yep. okay, so if I go to the doctor and I'm coughing, what is this going to cost me? Yeah. If I go and I cut my foot off, what's that going to cost <laughs> me? I mean, like, yeah. ask so that you're not Your hospital side, you know, exactly. you're. Exactly. Like, not that you're going to be able to, like, plan it out at where you're going <laughs> to no, go to the no, hospital. <laughs> but at least you kind of have those answers and you're prepared versus, you know, I mean, we're always here to help. But same, that's all we're going to do is you're yeah. telling us what you need, and then we turn around and ask them the questions. We call them. Yeah, we call <laughs> them. And that's why I always, in orientation, that's why I tell people, I'm like, please call us if we can help. We're happy to help. But at the end of the day, we're going to turn around and call them and just ask them the same questions. So <laughs> you can, we're the middleman. You can cut us out and go directly to them. And, of course, if you call them and they cannot help you or they just don't give you a good answer or, you know, whatever, then call us and we can always find a way to escalate it or go another Absolutely. route. We'll find somebody else. We will get you an answer. Yeah. I can't guarantee it's always going to be a good answer or the one that you want, but we'll find you an answer. I will. Always, that's what I tell everybody. It may not be the answer that you want, but I'm going to give you the information. I'm going to make sure that you get the information if you don't mm -hmm. already have it. 
um, you know, we do have the, the participant advocate through IMS, um, and each participant is actually assigned to a dedicated person. Um, and I've, I've talked to a couple of employees who have used that, and they've gone directly to their participant advocate and had great experiences um, where they were able to give them good information. And mm -hmm. um, the thing is, if you don't have an excellent experience, Call me and tell me, yes, please. Yes, I think because I just we don't know thing. and we can't fix it if we I don't know. I can't fix it if I don't know. And so that's 100%, I tell that to everybody. If you don't have a great experience, either with the Benefit Helpline or IMS or whatever, whoever you go to, let us know because we want you to have a good experience. We want you to be satisfied with the care that you're paying for. Exactly, and case in point, and in fact, I haven't had a chance today to even call this driver to let them know yet, but I got an email <laughs> the other day. I got an email, I think it was Monday morning, um, from a driver who was frustrated because his wife takes a prescription and he they're having to call every month and do like the entire process all over. And he's like, this is just ridiculous. Like we've already gone through all these steps. Why are we having to do this? So I sent it to the patient advocate and was like, can you please help out with this? Like, is there some way we can eliminate this process or make it easier for them? So she said, you know, give me a couple days, I'll get back to you. She just emailed me this morning and she got it taken care of. It's set up now. So it's all done. they have to do is just go in, pay their portion, and they're done. They but won't have to go through all that. But it's awful that they had to go through several exactly. months. Exactly, so. yeah. But, you know, if you don't ask, you don't know. Absolutely. So please, always, you know, we're here to help. We want to help and make it as easy as possible. And I think that that's the other part is, like you said, I think that's a big one. And that's the first thing I usually start with is, is be your own advocate. If it doesn't sound right or you don't understand it, you know, get to the point where you do. And if you have to ask 50 different people, then so be it. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, I've had a lot of health stuff in my adult life. And so I've learned that, like I have to, I've been my own advocate so many times because it didn't make sense or, you know, um, it, it, this just doesn't make sense. I don't understand this. And then you just get to where, you know, you can, you do mm -hmm. understand it and ask the questions, continue to ask because you're going to, it's only going to benefit you. And obviously I've asked a lot of questions because I do know a little bit about a lot of it. Yes. So, and it's because I had to constantly say, you know, no, this isn't right. I know my body, please help me, you know, the, uh, help me understand. And nine times out of 10, they're, you know, regardless of who you talk to, they want to help. They're, yes. they're in the roles that they're in because they want to help you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's super important. Yep. And like you said, it is, it's your health. At the end of the day, it's really important. And you need to ask those questions because there, there's not a stupid question when it comes to things like that. Nope. And you wouldn't go and buy a house and they tell you, you know, oh, it's $500,000, but you know that the guy next door paid 100000 for the same house. And you, you're not going to ask, like, why is mine more expensive? What are you using to build it with? You know, I mean, like, you would ask those questions because yes. you need to know. Because two years from now, if your house starts falling down on the ground... Well, did they build it with wood or did, I mean, did they well, use plastic? Sticks, like, like, what did they the deal? Yeah. Did they pour concrete? I don't know. Well, why, why, why don't you know, you know that? Like, yes. find out. And I know it can be intimidating. It's Again, super confusing. Insurance is so intimidating and confusing, but just break it down. Start at the bottom and just ask those simple questions so that you do know kind of what to expect. And, you know, you're not making an appointment and you're like, well, I don't really know if it does cover this or if it does that 
or you just don't make the appointment because you're, you're like, afraid. I don't yeah. know if it covers it. So yep. I'm just not going to go. I'm just not going to go. And that happens mm -hmm. all the time. And I, that's the worst case scenario. And that's how we have this benefit helpline. You know, they, they give you information about your particular plan. They have access to that. Yes. Um, they can handle claims or billing questions and eligibility issues. So like, if you're not sure, and I thought that I signed up for this and well, now they're saying that, you know, I don't mm -hmm. really understand, you know, I went to go take um, my kid to the doctor and they're saying he's not covered, you know, the, those things, they can all handle that. And I know, um, you know, we get busy and we try so hard to return calls, but they will answer and they're the same way. Sometimes you might get a voicemail because it is real people um, yes. answering. So leave that voicemail. If they don't call you back within a day, you know, call again or call me or call you. Yes. And that way we can get you that answer as soon as possible. Because usually at that point you're trying to schedule or you're trying to do something. Yeah. So it's important to make sure that you reach out to them. And like I said, if you don't have an excellent experience, we need to know about that. Yep. Um, and speaking of the scheduling, I know sometimes it is a last minute yes. appointment because something just hits and you, but if you know you're going to be going to the dentist or you're going to go for your annual checkup, try plan for that and call them in advance and go ahead and get that information done. You know, if you have, you don't have your ID card, something like that, that way there is a little bit of time and you're not rushing and something's missed. A hundred percent. So I didn't realize cause I didn't have the clock. Dylan. Oh, are we over? We're way over. <laughs> oh, goodness. But this is all super important stuff. So um, I am so happy that you were able to join us. Um, I hope that we answered some questions. Um, love, love, love Dylan. Um, I love Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Uh, we couldn't do it without no him. No worries. We, we didn't could even not let you talk do it. this time. <laughs> Sorry. Not do it without me, but also could totally do without me. No, not no, at all. No way. Not at all. Um, so appreciative of what he does. So thank you again, all the fun stuff that you see and uh, because of, you know, you getting to watch this is all because of him. So we want to say yes. thankful to thankful Thursday to him too. Um, if you have any ideas on things that you'd like us to discuss, we hope that you would email bcblive at bcbtransport.com or hr at bcbtransport.com. And we will be here next Thursday at 10 o'clock. Thank you.